groovy song right there, right? It remind me of yesterday in my Halloween costume. It's the 70s. I had a rock and a fro. You know, uh, the, the 70s look, you know. Um, catch you on the other side. Gotta be flying groovy. <laughs> Alright, so wanted to share a couple things about leadership. I know uh, my intro there. <laughs> it doesn't really have to do with leadership, but uh, I want to share some things about leadership. I actually taught this to about 15 um, different regional managers right now in a company. And the, they are in charge of five managers who are in charge of um, five to ten people in each office. So um, my job was to train the trainers today. And I'm going to give you the, the six leadership habits or six leadership practices that I gave to them. Uh, of course, it's going to be a shorter version because I had a few hours with them. So we got to get real deep um, with these different you know, topics and you know, make it real practical and do some role playing and have them do some exercises so they can create the system to actually apply these things today to help them to produce more, help their teams to produce more. Because um, the thing is, like when we're in leadership, we're leading people who love their freedom. Um, and we're also leading people who have a life and problems, so they get distracted. So um, we have a, a big job ahead of us in, in really leading a team effectively for them to produce what they need to produce. And these six leadership habits practices will help you do just that. All right. So again, I'm not going to go real deep. Um, into this but if you do want to go deeper into it uh, let me know give me some feedback or if you have questions or comments give me some feedback um, if you want to go into a, a program about this I mean there's some in-depth stuff that we have and we have strategies and systems and tools and you know different handouts that go with this this teaching but I'm gonna give you a little taste right so all right, here, let's get into this. So it's the six leadership habits, six leadership practices, okay? And they all start with E. So there's envision, there's enlist, there is um, embodying, and then there is empowering, then there's evaluating, and the last one is encouraging. Those are the six. So the first one is into envision, okay? So your job as a leader is to envision your team. First, you have to be envision yourself. Now, what the heck does that mean, right? What does envisioned mean? All right, so you have to be able to really see where you're going and see that there's a better tomorrow. It's something that inspires you because this is it. When people don't have a vision, they, they lack restraint. What does that mean? When they don't have a clear vision, they get easily distracted with things throughout the day and that makes them not effective. Not, you know, they're not going to be producing what you want them to produce because they get easily distracted. And they're getting easily distracted because you as a leader are not envisioning them. Okay, because I get a lot of people who are like the managers or the, the district managers or regional CEOs, they come to me and they're like, well, if I can just get, you know, some some staff that really are committed and, you know, they're serious about it, not these millennials who don't want to do the work or we've got some people coming in, like they start to blame them. So I listen. And then at the end of the day, then I just tell them, like, you know, like as a leader, as a leader, that's your job. And for them to do that or not do it is a reflection of your leadership. And then a big silence comes. Yeah, but, 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 you know, and they start to tell me all these. And then I start to dissect all those excuses and all the blaming as well until we finally take full responsibility. Like, oh, okay, yeah, this is my job to get them to do those things. 
And if they're being unmotivated, if they're not doing what they need to, that's a reflection of me as a leader. Um, so these things will help you to really help them to produce. All right. So everybody wins. First thing is to envision. You have to see it. If you can help them to see it, they will be their their um, ability to do it will be a lot higher. Okay. So if they can see it, they can become it. Your brain works that way. If, if your brain sees it clearly of where you're going, why you're going there, and can actually like visualize it, like really see it in the, in the mind and the imagination, detailed. And the more that you can use your words and your passion as you're communicating the vision of you know, your company, the vision of you know, the goals for this week or for this month, when you are communicating these things, you need to use your words as a paintbrush to really help them to see it. You got to describe it with detail. You got to create like if they're experiencing it, like if they're already there, you're, you're, you're using your words to create their future right there in the present so they can see what is possible in the future if they do these things. We have to see it though. And this is a practice. This is not something where you have a written down vision statement and you give it to them and you say, here's our vision. That's not envisioning them. That's giving them a vision. Envisioning them is taking that vision and using your words to to show them how that comes alive on their day-to-day stuff that they're doing with their clients, with their team. Like you got to envision them, show them what that looks like with your words. You got to paint that picture like detailed. The more detailed, the more movement, the more color in the words that you're saying, the more they're going to retain that information. The more they retain that vision, the more that they see it, the more they're going to really want to do it. Now, so with that, you got to think, okay, well, okay, uh, there's no vision, there's no leadership. I need to be clear on what I want for my team. Like, what do I want for my team? What do I want for my team tomorrow? What do I want for my team this week? What do I want for my team this month? You know, what do I want tomorrow to be like with my production or this week or this month with the production? Like, you have to be clear and envision it and see it and go envision them, especially your key people. Because this goes to the second part where you enlist, now you envisioned, now you need to enlist. You need to get them committed and involved with that vision. How do you do that? You have them speak into it. You got to get them involved. This is team mindset because if you just say, hey, this is what you need to do, they'll do it because you're the boss and they need their job, but they're not going to do it at a high standard or excellence as they would if they were a part of creating that vision or creating that goal. You see, People want to commit to something or support something that they helped create it. They will commit and support to something way more to something that they helped to create. Think about that one. So as a leader, even though you have the answer already, you already know the answer, you help them to speak into it. And a lot of times their ideas are not like the best, but guess what? If they commit, if they fully 100% commit to that not as good of idea, they will produce more results than them committing halfway to your better idea. Did you get that one? If they are fully committed to their idea that's not as good as yours, they will still produce more than them doing your better idea with no commitment to it. Okay, so just think about that as a leader. So that's you asking them questions. All right, so if this is our goal, they, if we, we already envisioned them, if we're going there, what do you think we need to do to get there? 
And then you already have the answer, but you're being patient to hear them out. So they know that they're a part of it, right? And in that, you're like, all right, okay, I see you doing, that's a good idea. How would you do that? Even though you already have this idea, it's your idea actually. But let them think that it's their idea. They're going to be more committed to it. That's the enlisting. So get them involved. They're going to want to protect something that they're helping to create. So get them to speak into the vision, speak into the goals, and into the how they're going to you know, meet those goals, how they're going to achieve those things on a daily basis. You get them to speak into that, to commit to it. Of course, you ask more questions. You can polish those ideas. Let Ask them, oh, do you think that will really work? Why do you think that's going to work? The more you ask those questions, those strategic questions, the more involved, the more committed, the more they're going to support that which you're creating with them. It's a very, very powerful thing. So what's the next one? That's the enlist, right? So now let's get into the third one, which is embodying. Embodying, this is leadership stuff right here. This is you being the example of what you want to see. Like if you have these people in your in your staff and you know you want them to be there long term, I mean, would if they look at you and how you're living your life. They see your level of happiness in life because at the end of the day, everybody wants to be happy, right? But if they see your level of happiness, would they want that for their lives? Would that be something they wanted? Would they want to be duplicated? Would they want to duplicate your life? Think about that. Because if they see you, if they see your life and they're like, well, this guy or this this girl comes in unhappy all the time. I don't want to... I mean, if they've been here for 10 years and... You know, they have that kind of attitude that shows me that they're not very happy, right? And they're not going to want to duplicate that. They're not going to want they're not going to want what you have. So why would they be there committing to that and really going for it with everything that they have if this, you know, you're you're their next step up. And if you're not going in with a good attitude, if you're not embodying the message, the mission, the vision of the company and you're not happy, they're not going to want that. You're not going to retain these clients. You're not going to, re- I mean, you're not going to reclaim that, the, um, those people on your team. So you got to be living what you're saying. Your actions got to match your word. You got to have a, a real high level of integrity. But also with that, you got to have freaking joy. You have, have to have a good attitude because why would they want to be there if, it, if you're showing that it's not good to be there that long? You know, like if you're not happy, they're not going to want that. All right, let's go. Um, The next thing with the last part with that embodying, just know this, that your repetition will become your reputation. Your repetition will become your reputation. What you do on a daily basis is what you're going to be known for. All right. Um, Next one is empowering. So empowering, this is you providing the right tools, strategies, systems, development, technology that they need to really set them up for success. Leaders empower people. You know, your, your staff is the most important assets that you have. And guess what? Most untapped resources are in our freaking people. They have so much talent and ability and strength in them. And when we don't, you know, tap into those things, we are limiting them. We are limiting our our team. We're limiting the business as a whole. So you want to empower them. Empowering them is you providing, you investing in them, coaching, mentoring, training them. And this has to be a practice, a habit, something that's done consistently. All right, that's empowering. Now, the next one, this is the fifth E of the, the practices and habits. This is evaluate. Now, again, this is ex- especially I would encourage you to evaluate your key people and then teach and train your key people on how to evaluate the rest of the team. This will create a, a very powerful thing for you. 
But when you're evaluating, you got to evaluate their, you know, what they're contributing. Like, how, what are they producing? Their skills, their needs, their ethics, their progression, you know. And then in that, like, are they meeting their goals? If not, then ask them why. Don't just put pressure and tell them you have to do it. Ask why because those whys are going to show you where you need to adjust. And that consistent checking in with immediate feedback, effective feedback, is so powerful for you and your team. So you have to create some kind of system on where, when you're going to do it, who you're going to do it with, and be consistent. Ask those right questions to, to help them to adjust. And then invest in them. Let them know that you're going to give them the support, the training that you need them. That's the empowering. But now you're measuring their growth. This is the evaluating. You, you can't manage what you don't measure. You can't grow what you don't measure. This is your evaluating. So you got to evaluate your team, especially your key people, and measure, you know, those main things that you need to measure for them to, you know, really achieve those goals. What are the main things that need to have or need to do to meet those goals? And then you start to measure those things so you can show them, hey, you're doing good or hey, you need to do better. And you have something to measure it with. Um, All right. So last one. This is six. This is to encourage. This is different than empowering. Empowering is the coaching, the mentoring, the training, the providing that stuff, right? And you evaluate their growth in that. But this is the the encouragement is like the glue that holds it all together. This is you championing them. This is you encouraging them. This is a, a, a habit. It's using the power of your words because as a leader, your words carry a lot of weight. So you're using your words to speak life into them to build them to inspire them you're learning them how to how to especially with so many negative things going on in their lives already you're helping them to change that around turning negatives into positives with the power of your words you know encouraging them because this is the thing leaders don't make followers leaders make collaborators so those are the the six different e's the six different habits that you need to be doing as a leader you need to envision Help them to see it, to become it. And this is you, something you do every, like constantly, like every day, daily, weekly. Enlist them. Get, to, get them to be involved and committed to it. Embody the message that you're doing. Like you got to really set the standard of excellence of what it's supposed to be li- looking like. Meeting your goals but with a good attitude and you're happy. Next one is the empowering, right? This is you giving them the right strategies, tools, investing in them, mentoring them, coaching them, or getting, getting them somebody that will do that for them. Next one, evaluate. This is you measuring their growth in those most important areas. And the last one that holds it all together, keep encouraging your team. Those are the six habits, six practices that will help you to produce more influence, more production, more results with your team.